Good Saturday morning. You're listening to High School Sports Saturday, brought to you by 104.5 The Zone, right here on a very rainy Saturday morning. But that's okay. Week one, high school football in the books. And we've got a lot to talk about today. I know a lot of you are excited. So cool to be out there and see high school crowds, full stadiums. People lined up around the tracks last night and seeing our young people out there competing, seeing our cheerleaders out there cheering. It was a great, great night for high school football tonight. Also, one more game tonight. Can't forget about Gordonsville and Smith County. Uh, They will take each other on today, but then we will have a complete scoreboard. But until then, something out there you think we need to know about, 615-737-1045. If you're on Twitter, give us a follow, at Tate Matthews. That way you'll know who the guests are going to be each and every Saturday morning ahead of time. The lineup, <clears throat> the news brought to you by the Na- the Diner Nashville. And then we're going to get to our guest, Coach Adam Kane, Upperman Bees, will be joining us. Matt Kreisky, Centennial Cougars, will be joining us. And then, as always, our weekly segment with the villain, Tom Kreger of the Tennessean. All right, the news brought to you by the Diner Nashville, as always. Headed downtown this weekend. During the week, you know where to go. Get to the corner of 3rd and Demumbrium. You'll see the six-story building. You'll know you're in the right place. Walk in the first floor, see the black and white checkerboard tile floor. You'll know you're in the right place. Coffee, latte, espresso. But, hey, milkshakes. You want to talk about milkshakes. They got the classic milkshakes. They got the fancy milkshakes. I'm a personal uh, fan of the Elvis, banana, peanut butter, chocolate chips, honey, Never disappoints. Get up to the second floor, sports bar theme space, double-sided wall of TVs hang over the bar. If the game's on, it's on one of those TVs. Fourth and fifth, you want to sit down, be served by a waiter or a waitress, the traditional style. These are the floors for you. Sixth floor, the seafood floor, sushi, oysters, best lineup of oysters anywhere downtown, best Oysters Rockefeller anywhere downtown. Best view anywhere downtown. So make the Diner Nashville your huddle point anytime this weekend or during the week. All right, let's start with the Mid-State Top Ten. Again, week one, all the games in the book except Gordonsville, Smith County, which will be later today. Number one, Oakland, 42. Hendersonville, seven. Jordan James, two rushing touchdowns. One receiving touchdown. Antonio Patterson and Cade Hewitt, with a rushing touchdown as well. Number two, Ravenwood falls to number six, Montgomery Bell Academy, 28 to 56. Rhett Hales, 153 rushing yards, three touchdowns. Marcel Reed, two passing touchdowns, three rushing touchdowns for the Big Red. Statement game for the Big Red and Coach Paul Uverard. Number three, Summit, 50, Henry County, 13, Destin Wade. No, this isn't a typo. Six rushes, 265 yards, four touchdowns for a care a, a yards per carry average of 44.2. Again, this is against Henry County. Uh, this isn't against the county dump. Henry County, two rush, two yard rushing touchdown, 75 yard rushing touchdown, 80 yard rushing touchdown. 98-yard rushing touchdown. Number four, Lipscomb, 76. Greater Atlanta Christian, seven. Luther Richardson, 
perfect on the night. 17 for 17, 236 passing yards, three touchdowns. Number five, Price Presbyterian Academy, 48, Independence, 21. The Sheriff, Cade Law, six for 12, 137 yards, two touchdowns. One was a 37-yarder to the dude, Reed Williford, and a 60-yarder to London Humphreys. Number seven, Brentwood, 35, falls to Blackman, 35 to 38. Justin Brown, eight receptions, 112 yards, and three touchdowns for the Blaze. Number eight, JP2, 49, Hillsboro, 28. Kenny Minchie, nine for 14, 160 passing yards, four touchdowns. All of those were in the first half. Number nine, Brookwood Academy defeats Florence, Alabama, 35 to 18. Big matchup next week with the Lions of CPA. Number 10, Riverdale, 37, Franklin, zero. Alex Mitchell of the Warriors, nine tackles, one sack, three tackles for a loss, an interception return for a touchdown, and on offense, he had a 24-yard receiving touchdown. Mount Juliet defeats Gallatin, 34-13. Stephen Swanner, 11 for 13, 240 yards, four touchdowns for the Golden Bears. Centennial, 40, Overton, zero. Josh Forsey, 22 rushes. 219 yards, 300 touchdown, three touchdowns for the Cougars. We will talk to Coach Matt Kreisky a little bit later in the show. Upperman, 28, Cookville, 6. The Bees get the win on Thursday night at Tennessee Tech. Jackson Rollins, three rushing touchdowns on offense and interception on defense. We'll talk to Coach Kane next. Again on Thursday night, Pearl Cone, 38, Kane Ridge, 19, Malachi Cromwell, 231 rushing yards, three touchdowns for the Firebirds. Tullahoma, Thursday night, big win, 28-14 to 14 over Shelbyville. Keyshawn Cummings, 139 rushing yards, three touchdowns. They were 33 yards, 46 yards, and 47 yards. Father Ryan, 35, East Nashville, six. Six players uh, totaled 275 rushing yards last night for Coach Brian Rector's Irish. Siegel, 29, Green Hill, 21, big win for the Stars. Jalen Thompson with a 99-yard interception return for a touchdown. Trousdale County, 12, Friendship Christian, 10. Cole Gregory, 12 rushes, 77 yards, one touchdown for the Yellow Jackets. Marshall County, 30, Columbia, 23. Devontae Davis for the Tigers, 28-yard interception return for a touchdown. 34-yard touchdown reception on offense and a four-yard touchdown run on offense. Battleground Academy, 42. Nolansville, 32. Big win for Coach Rodriguez's Wildcats last night. Sean Williams, 17 rushes, 192 yards, four touchdowns. Cascade, 29. Moore County, 14. Zamarian Dixon, 12 rushes, 97 yards, one touchdown for the champions. Page 28, Fairview 20 in the Battle of 840 last night. Colin Hurd, backup quarterback, comes in and replaces Jake McNamara. Goes seven for 11, 150 yards, two touchdowns. Boy Smith with an 80-yard touchdown reception. Game day was there last night. Uh, The Patriot Nation came out. It was a great night, a great experience, and – a great atmosphere. The Patriot Nation brought it. It was definitely Mike Bobo approved. Smyrna, 14. Stewart's Creek, 12. Landon Miller, 14 for 25. 143 yards passing, two touchdowns for the Bulldogs. <clears throat> Rockville, 43. Laverne, 20. Landon Starnes, 
for the Rockets. He had a strip sack fumble for a touchdown. He had an interception. He had 10 tackles, and two of those were tackles for a loss. Great night. I landed. Stratford, 45, Whites Creek, 12, Jacques Hinton, 11 touches, 87 all-purpose yards, two touchdowns for Stratford. 11 and 50, Antioch, 6, Devin Green, four receptions, 88 yards, two touchdowns for the Blue Devils. Forest, 14, Eagleville, 0. The Rocket defense held Eagleville to 80 total yards in the shutout. Big win for the Rockets. DCA, Donaldson Christian Academy, 48, Middle Tennessee Christian School, 16, Ashton Jones and Brady Russell, both with three rushing touchdowns apiece for DCA last night. Beach, 20, Farragut, 7, the Admirals come all the way over from Knoxville. Patrick Hill, 24, uh, Beach, 20, Farragut, 7. Patrick Hill, 24 rushes, 90 yards, one touchdown for the Bucks. Ensworth, 40, ECS, Evangelical Christian School, zero. Shamar Porter, the junior wide receiver, seven receptions, 94 yards, one touchdown. You're going to be hearing a lot from Mr. Porter this year. Loretto, seven. Creekwood, six. Jackson, Traglia, three interceptions on the night for Loretto. Big win for Coach Barry Daniels. Springfield, 41, Greenbrier, zero. Lamarius Daniels, 19 rushes, 150 yards, four touchdowns last night for the Yellow Jackets. That's the scores for tonight. A lot of big wins, a lot of big performances. But again, the most important thing of the night, we were all together and big crowds. And it was just a great, great night. It was good to see everybody back out there again. And, um, you know, Fun times. Can't wait to get the rest of them in. Make sure you get out there and support these young people. They put in a lot of work and they put a great product on the field. That's the news brought to you by the Diner Nashville. We'll be right back with Coach Adam Kane, Upperman B football, right here on High School Sports Saturday, 104.5 The Zone. Welcome back to High School Sports Saturday. Terminex wants to remind you, even though it's raining out there today, football season is right around the corner. You're going to be having cookouts. You're going to be having good get-togethers. And the last thing you want is a mosquito problem bothering your guests. Your better half will not be happy with you. All you got to do is call Terminex at 877-TERMINEX and get your mosquito protection plan started today. And you can do it for only $39 a month. About a dollar a day will protect you from the mosquito problems that could come your way come this fall. While they're out there, go ahead and get the termite protection program started as well. Some jobs can cost up to eight to $10,000 to fix. Why would you risk that when you can take care of it for a dollar and some pennies and change a day? Robert Boyer and the crew in the Cool Springs office, I know them, I'm next to them. Attention to details, their number one deal. You can tell by the way they park their cars, the way they're gonna treat your house. So call 877-TERMINEX. Terminex, not in my house. we got Coach Adam Kane, the Upperman B's football head coach on the line. Coach, good morning. Good morning, guys. Thanks for having me. Hey, appreciate you joining us, man. Big win, 28-6 victory over Cookville on Thursday night. You all played Thursday night at Tennessee Tech. Uh, man, this has become a great rivalry with you two right in the same county. Big win, man, 28-6. to six. Uh, The boys played really well. 
Yeah, it was a it was a big win. Um, you know, really after last year, they uh, they got after us last year, uh, beat us twenty eight nothing. So it was, uh, you know, something kind of in the in the back of our minds for you know basically three hundred sixty five days. So I was I was pleased. Uh, we didn't play, you know, didn't play great. A lot of sloppy stuff um, that we'll have to get cleaned up with you know, center quarterback exchange stuff. But um, it was a little, obviously a little rainy. Um, so maybe that had something to do with it. But, uh, you know, I, I liked how we were able to, to um, kind of outlast them in the fourth quarter. And, and um, you know, we put two, two scores on late and uh, I think demonstrated that we, you know, at, the, at least at that point in the ball game, we were the stronger team. So, uh Overall, I was pretty pleased. It was really cool atmosphere. I love the, you know, the opportunity to get to play over there. And, uh, you know, I think the, the kids responded and, and played well. Coach, 234 rushing yards and, and um, right at six yards per rush. So, if you don't lay the ball on the turf, you can usually win a football game with um, six yards per rush, especially when you attempted it 39 uh, times. But that's that's really kind of Upperman B football, right? You all are going to come at you. We're going to run the ball. We're going to be physical. And, um, you know, that's 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 been a, a great recipe for you all since you've been there in your fourth year. It has. You know, when, we, when we've been good, um, we've been able to run the ball, and it's a lot of, you know, how we practice, uh, you know, we're, we're, we, we try to stop the run on defense and, and we try to, you know, establish the run on offense. And I think it's something that you got to work hard on, you know, during the week and during your preseason stuff. So when we're able to do those things, it gives us a chance, you know, I always talk to the guys about getting the game into the fourth quarter and, uh, you know, it's, it, it kind of becomes winning time or, or quitting time there in the fourth quarter. And, um, you know, more often than not, because of the way we, you know, we train here, uh, you know, we're able to pull those games out. So um, I'm proud of that. And, uh, you know, that's something that it, that uh, I learned a long time ago was a, was a pretty good recipe for winning football. And so we, we try to continue that. Coach, you talked about the you, – you take a lot of um... – pride in the way you all train and, and the conditioning, you look at it, you're only up 7-0 at halftime, and then you come in and score 21, 7 in the third, 14 in the fourth. And the thing I always love about the rushing teams, Jackson Rollins, uh, what a tough young man he is for you. Three touchdowns last night, but they were one yard, one yard, and uh, three yards. <laughs> So yeah. uh, we're moving the ball down the field, getting inside the 10 and then getting it over the goal line. Yeah. You know, he, he did have, he did break off a couple long runs, uh, but he, um, yeah, he's a, he's a special dude. He, uh, he, he's one of those guys who, um, you know, no matter the situation can kind of get to another gear, so to speak. Um, you know, we got a lot of guys that uh you know that, that play hard and, and and you know, aren't afraid to you know, when the lights come on, aren't afraid to you know, to raise their level of play, so to speak. But he, he's he's one of those kids that, 
you know, I it, this was his first game at Upperman, and uh, you know, he's just a sophomore, but. He demonstrated that he may have a fifth gear that he could get to uh, last night offensively and defensively. So that was pretty cool to see. Um, we had a lot of guys. You know, our defensive line is is uh, pretty good. And we got, uh, you know, Jaron McClellan, and he's a senior, and his cousin, um, Clayton Harris. And then we got another uh, – Clayton's a sophomore, and then another sophomore, Evan Briggs, up there. And they, they kind of – controlled the, the line of scrimmage for us defensively. So we got a lot of guys playing that, that have the ability to, to, you know, to play at another level on, on Friday night. So that's, that's exciting. Um, we've made enough mistakes that maybe I can get their attention Monday and, and say, look, you know, we're not going to be able to win many games if we don't get this stuff cleaned up. So, it's a, a, a win-win as a coach, you know, to come out on top in a rivalry game. But then also we got a lot of stuff to get cleaned up. Coach, I've heard a couple. I heard Coach Rector say that on the news last night. So, you know, you're a coach, right, and you're a competitor. But first game. So, you know, how, how many of those kind of mistakes do you expect in a first game? And I'm guessing you can live with the mistakes, but uh, – especially when you have an experienced team, but quarterback center exchanges, things like that. Those are the ones that really uh, uh, maybe push your buttons as a head coach, right? Yeah. You know, there's with, with this whole new shotgun era of football, um, you know, it's just been amazing to me. Uh, You know, know, some kids are just real natural that they snap a ball, uh, you know, five yards back all their lives and it's just something you never even have to think of but then there's certain seasons where you may have a new guy or um you know you're you're sliding a kid in that hasn't been a center all his life but he's you know he's your fifth best lineman or whatever and and it's something that you that you can struggle at and uh that's kind of where we are our our preseason has you know, been a little bit of a roller coaster ride because, um, you know, occasionally our our snaps exchanges are are bad, and and the the guy that we played the other night, uh, he he was injured the week before, so he was coming back off a little bit of a knee sprain, and so it was obviously something that kept me up at night because uh, I guess there's a recurring nightmare for a coach if you can't ever get the ball snapped, you can't run a play. Um, <laughs> So, um, but you know, the, the young man did a good job and, and for the most part, and, but it was, it was wet and, you know, I guess that had something to do with it, but it's something, honestly, we work, we work, uh, really, really hard at it. You know, we do pre-practice stuff with it and, you know, for 10 minutes and then we get a, you know, a ton of reps during the, during the course of a practice. And so I'm hoping it's just, you know, the more these kids get used to it, then that we'll get better at it. And, and, you know, that, that can be said for any aspect of the game. I think, you know, there's an old saying, you get, you make more improvement between week one and week two than you will all season. So I hope that's the case with us. Hey, talk about your quarterback, Todd Duchess. He played a really good game last night, you know, uh, not going to pass for 340 yards the way, the, the way you all do it, but he played very well. 
did a good job managing the offense. Four for five, 31 yards in the passing game. Okay, that's not going to – that really might not make the front page, but it's an important part of what you all do, keeping everybody honest on your rushing game. And uh, he was he had 53 rushing yards. And then Terrence Dedman, 17 attempts for 133 yards and a touchdown. So uh, both those guys are a big part of the offense as well. Yeah, you know, Ty's a senior. He's been making plays here at Upperman since his – his freshman year, uh, I remember that was my first year here, and uh, he had a interception as a as a backup freshman corner that sealed the the win against Cookville that year. Um, you know, he's a he's been a kid that's uh, rushed for over two thousand yards in his career, and so you know he's a full time quarterback this year. He's got a good arm. Uh, you know, the conditions the other night just weren't really you know, conducive to us, you know, throwing it as much as maybe we wanted to. But um, he did a good job. You know, we we, we scored on our first drive, and, and then they kind of – they stymied us a little bit for about a quarter and a half. And then what opened it up was he hit two little hitch routes to Daniel Metzger. And uh, I think Jackson went about 60 yards on the next play. And so – you know, just the fact that we're able to, you know, execute in the passing game can open up stuff, and I believe it did the other night. And, uh, you know, Terrence is kind of our workhorse tailback. He's a bigger, stronger kid than, than uh, you know, than Jackson. Jackson's more of our speed guy. But um, but Terrence, you know, he, he can bang it up in there, and, and he's one of those guys that, when it gets deep in the in the in the second half, fourth quarter, you know he's one of them guys making you make the decision: to, Do I really want to come, you know, meet this guy in the C gap this next time? And and uh, you know I think he kind of wore him down the other night, and by the end of it, he was popping. You know, the four yard rushes were were turning into fifteen twenty, and then he finally busted one at the end to you know to, to seal the game so i you know i've, I've got I, I tell the team this a lot especially when we struggle you know if we're having a bad day a bad practice or something i you know i always remind them i was like guys we got we got a team full of guys that can make plays so we're, we're never going to be out of it you just got to hang in there and keep keep working and fighting and doing your job so it's uh, right now. It's pretty cool. Um, I'm a little. Uh, the only thing that's kind of got me uh, a little concerned is I don't know who who in the world put this schedule together, but um, that person needs to be fired. <laughs> yeah, well, that's where I was going next. Okay, big win against Cookville. You had an extra day to prepare. Now, uh, if you like physical football. Come on, we go to the Creek Bank next week, uh, back to a Friday night game at Trousdale County, Upperman Bees, Trousdale County, Yellow Jackets. It's going to be physical. It's going to be intense. You know the Trousdale County faithful are going to have a welcoming party for you, just patting you <laughs> on the back and telling you they're so happy to see you come to town. Um, this is going to be a fun game next week. Yeah, it, it, it should be, um, you know, Blake Satterfield and I go back a ways. Um, I was actually the 
defensive coordinator at Sewanee when he was a, a player there. And so uh, not only is he a better player than I was, he's, he's obviously now a better coach than I am. So it's going to be a, a, a battle for us. Um, you know, I went, I guess, unfortunately, I went and watched, a, you know, a little bit of them last night at, at Friendship Christian and, you know, the thing that's interesting about them, cause, and I'm sitting there watching them, and they're all, they all seem to be about the same size. You know, number 77 and number three are about the same size. And, uh, you know, one of them's playing uh, inside linebacker, one of them's playing outside linebacker. And then they switch on offense, and one of them's playing guard, and one of them's playing running back. And, you know, the thing that, that kind of strikes you a little bit is they're they're all just really good football players. You know, I think at some point they were all ball carriers. At some point they were all probably quarterbacks. And and then they get to the varsity level and they figure out where they can fit in the best. But um, you know, I guess the point I'm making is usually you you go to a school and you know the the linemen are linemen from peewee ball up to varsity and the you know the ball carriers or the ball carriers but these kids are all just really good football players and they can all run and they all like to hit and they can all do do uh you know very they're all very versatile on the field and i think that's what makes them you know the the perennial state contender every year is they they got football players not specific position guys so um that was uh interesting to see this will be our first time or my first time as a coach going against them and in, in, you know on a in a regulation game but uh i got much respect for them and uh you know it, it will be a difficult place to play but um you know hopefully we'll we'll get up for it and, and make the improvements we need to make. And, and uh, again, um, maybe hopefully we can get competitive in this game and, and find a way to do some things. Coach, it'll be a fun one. Good luck. Safe travels. I know it'll be a packed stadium. <clears throat> Congrats on the win against Cookville. Thanks for joining us, brother. We'll talk again later in the season. Yes, sir. Thanks a lot. Coach Adam Kane, again, 28-6 victory over Cookville Thursday night. If you're in Nashville, the diner's your huddle point. South of Nashville, Sportsman's Grill, right off of Moore's Lane in Cool Springs. Look for the log cabin with the Christmas lights. You'll know you're in the right place. 1640 Westgate Circle. $6 daily happy hour specials. Nachos, potato skins, cheese beans, and then they got the best dinner menu anywhere south of Nashville. The Hawaiian chicken on rice is back. Get you a couple of sides. Blackjack Brad approved. Sportsman's Grill. We'll be right back with Coach Matt Kreisky, Centennial Cougar Football on High School Sports Saturday, 104.5 The Zone. Welcome back to High School Sports Saturday. Walker Chevrolet, they don't call them Chevy Central for nothing. Been in business serving the Middle Tennessee area in Franklin since 1926. Best inventory of New and used Chevrolets anywhere in the mid-state. Award-winning service department. Head down or up 65, get off exit 65, and you'll see their beautiful facility, facility there. But most importantly, they're the official sponsor of the WCS Sports Conference. With that, we've got Coach Matt Kreisky, 
of the Centennial Cougars on the line. Coach K, good morning, brother. Good morning, Tate. How you doing? Hey, I'm doing great. Not doing as well as you. 40-0 victory over Overton last night. What a big night it was. One, it's the 2021 season. We're back in full force. You got a brand-new turf field over off Mallory Lane, and the boys played lights out last night. Yes, sir. They, they did a great job. Um, you know, opening series, we opened up with a 10-minute drive. Um, you know, one of the things that was impressive to me, first drive of the season, 10 minutes, no penalties. Um, you know, that was led by junior quarterback Brandon Jones, you know, being the leader of the offense. Um, you know, our, our offensive linemen did, did a great job last night. Uh, let me give a shout-out to those five guys, Bailey Polly, Coach Motley, Graham Bendorf, Donnie Smith, and and Gray Roberts, man, they did. They've grown since since in the spring until now, and then coming one unit and and having Josh Forsey trust uh, trusting those guys, and he's able to do the things he can do um, on Friday nights. Talk about that, coach. The running back trusting those five in front of him on a seventeen play, eighty nine yard, ten minute opening drive, and then did I did I see this right? Josh carried it ten straight times. Yeah, yes, sir. He's he's a workhorse. Uh, you know what's what's funny about it? I could tell he was he was getting gas, and I had, had one of the coaches sub him in. And the first thing he comes to the line, he's, he's mad at me, telling me he's not tired. You know, the young man's never tired. He he's going to go. He's going to empty his gas tank every single day, and that's that's what's impressive about him. Um, he works hard. He's a workhorse. He's a leader of this team, um, and and he uses our motto, the no excuse motto, and, and to full tilt. You know, he. He's gonna he's gonna have the best senior year that that any any kid could have because he's gonna give everything he's had uh, day in and day out. Yeah, without a doubt. And and and, and back to that, coach. What what when, when you say he's trusting that offensive line? What are you looking for there? Well, you know, just just making sure that they're they're getting their blocks and, and doing what what they're supposed to be doing, and and you know, so he he knows and he's able to sit back there and with, with his vision and and hit the hole or. Or, or make the cut, and he knows he knows it's going to going to be there. And so he trusts those guys, and he knows those guys up front are going to do what they're supposed to do and what their coaches do. So he he doesn't have to second guess himself. You know, he can stick his foot in the ground and go. Twenty two rushes, three two hundred nineteen yards, three touchdowns. He's a young man. If you've been paying attention, you knew he was going to be a big part of of the the centennial success this year. I think maybe even uh, more importantly than that. I don't know that you had anything you could really be upset about last night, but 36 minutes to 12 minutes time of possession last night, that had to bring a smile to your face. Yes, yes, it did. Um, you know, what we're trying to do this year offensively, you know, that's, that, that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to hold the ball, keep the other team's offense um, uh, off the field, uh, limit their possessions. You know, as you know, we're in, in our league, we're, we're a little bit smaller than everybody else, so we've got to – do things different um, and try to help us out, uh, give us an advantage. Uh, so last night, you know, what we've been installed in the spring um, re really worked and, and it helped us out, gave our defense some time to rest. Um, so when they were out there, they were able to fly around and, and get things done. You know, the defense created three turnovers last night. That's that's real impressive. And it was good night. Um, like you said, when we still open night was, was really Happy with some things we got we got done, but as you know, as we move forward in the season, it's going to get tougher and tougher each week for us. Coach, uh, you, you mentioned about uh, uh, um, Josh ten carries getting the, on that opening drive, and 
and this team being a team and unselfish. You get down there, he's carried it 10 times, uh, and then Tanner Lee gets to take it in. Uh, but, but, but Josh w- was a big part of that play as well. Talk about that. Yeah, um, you know, like you said, he 10 carries in a row, uh, you know, take him off. And then, but as soon as, as soon as Tanner scores and Tanner's running the sideline, Josh, Josh Force is one of the first people to give him a high five and, and congratulate him. Uh, Josh, Josh has been huge, uh, with, with Tanner this year, you know, as a sophomore, he's, he's mentoring him, helping him out, you know, and, and helping him grow. This, this senior class has done a really good job of mentoring these younger kids and, and helping them out. Um, and that, that's been impressive, and that's what's helped us grow and, and get better each week because we got a lot of young guys uh, playing on both sides of the ball. You know, offensively, we, we just got – we have three seniors who are starting. You know, the rest of them are sophomores, juniors, and we have, we have a freshman playing. So it's – his leadership and is it, huge with, with that. And, you know, Tanner's going to get a lot of action this, this year at that tailback whenever Josh needs a, needs a rest and a blow. So, you know, he knows that – Josh knows that we need Tanner this year. So it's, it's, been, it's been good. Cannon Plowman, another guy that you need to find ways to get the ball. You do it rushing, you do it receiving, and, you know, two rushes, 18 yards, but a touchdown, uh, two receptions, 41 yards. He's a guy you need to get the ball, and he's a guy who usually makes the most of his touches. Yes, um, he does. Um, you know, he, he had a good night. Um, his, when we had the opportunity to catch the ball, he was able to uh, break some tackles. Uh, you know, and you get some positive gains. And then he had a huge catch uh, in the third, uh, excuse me, in the second quarter, midway through the second quarter that put us up for an, another score. Um, yeah, that's a yeah, young man. He's in, does, doesn't look super fast, but man, but whenever he gets an open field, he makes people miss and does, does great things. Like you said, he's been playing for us, uh, starting for us, you know, pretty much since his freshman year. Um, so we've got to find more ways to get involved, get him involved. He had a great night last night. Um, you know, um, after that last catch, he got the wind knocked out of him. Um, so we, we just held him out just for precautions in the second half and just let him get some rest so we can move on for uh, next week. We don't want anything serious, seriously to happen to him. Lastly, uh, on the stats, again, not, not much went wrong last night. Six for seven on third down conversions. Uh, can't do much better than that. Yeah, yes, sir. Um, you know, Again, Brandon Jones, you know, he didn't he didn't have to, you know, use his arm all night and, and really, you know, have to win the game for us. He managed managed it, the offense and did things for us that we needed to, to get done. Um, you know, he kept the guys focused in the huddle and was was able to get things done. And that's been one of our big things, you know, in practice. You know, one day a week we have uh, a third down period. You know, and that's our goal is to 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 you know get get the first down and and get going. So. Uh, that, that was great, and that, that was a positive for us last night. So, Coach, 1-0, and um, as you mentioned, um, uh, no excuses, kind of the motto of this team this year. Uh, weren't any excuses on Friday night, 1-0. and And now next week we go to Lincoln County. Uh, we, we a really young team last year, uh, and here we are. The next step, what do you want to see in practice this week? Uh, again, you know, we don't want to be complacent. Uh, we want to get better each week. Um, we, we took a, you know, during, during fall, you know, we had a scrimmage against black men on a Tuesday. Um, and then we went with Knowles on that Friday. And then that Friday, Knowles would punch us in the mouth. Um, and I think those kids got complacent during the week. They thought we had a pretty good scrimmage against black men. So 
you know, that that was a huge lesson for us. Um, and, and I think they know that we have to, you know, we're not a team that can just show up. We we have to work each each and every single day that we're here, um, and we have to get better. And you can't get complacent. You got to stay hungry, and um, you know, want to get better each day. And I think these these guys will do it. They're going to come in tomorrow, ready to to evaluate Friday night and, and start preparing for Lincoln County. Yeah, it's going to be a fun one. That's a great environment there to go to and play as well. I, I mentioned it at the beginning: a new turf field. How did it look last night, Coach? Uh, it looked great. You know, we appreciate everything that Williams County Athletics do for us. Um, you know, um, it was nice. The kids enjoyed it. You know, first, I mean, you've been over here to the facility. We've got to go up a, a, a hill to go to our practice field. Well, last week we got to stay on the game field every single day, so that was nice. We really appreciate it. It brought some excitement to practice, you know, practicing on a new turf field, being played on the first Friday night. The kids were excited. The community was excited. It looks really good. Uh, so it was it was a great night of uh, Friday night football for Centennial community. Yep. And last but not least, we talked all those stats. Uh, you're a defensive guy at heart, right? You're a defensive guy by trade. A shutout. You'll take that. First shutout, I think, since 2016, right? Correct. First shutout since 2016, first year here. You know, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a defensive guy at heart. Uh, learned it from, from my, my coach, mentor, you know, Dr. Defense over there. So, uh, you know, we know we'll, we'll take a we'll take a shutout anytime we can, you know, forcing three turnovers. The first one was by Kanai Johnson, a forced fumble. He's a freshman playing corner for us. Um, the first series coming up with that play was huge. And then we had uh, Jatan Wilson and Matthew Garcia also force uh, some fumbles. You know, when you have three turnovers in a game defensively, that, that that's good. You know, we got that means we got guys flying the football and running around. We got to continue that each week. Hey, brother, congratulations. Big win. Uh, good luck in practice next week. That's the other great thing, too. The rain the rain doesn't affect practice, right? We can go get on that turf and don't have to worry about tearing it up. Yes, sir. That's what happened Wednesday. It rained, and by the time 3 o'clock we were out there, it was, wasn't <laughs> raining, so we got a full practice in. So that's what that's one thing you said is, is great about that turf. Congratulations. I know it was um, I know you're happy for your team and your school. It was big, man. So congratulations. Good luck against Lincoln County. And we'll be talking to you soon, brother. Thank you, Tate. Appreciate it. Yes, sir. Coach Matt Kreisky, the Centennial Cougars, 40 to 0 victory last night. That was big. Hey, before we go, Gateway Tire of Franklin, right in the heart of Cool Springs. 1021 West McEwen Drive, anything automotive but body work. They're the proud home of the Yokohama tires. It's raining outside. Got three sets myself. It gives you peace of mind knowing you got the best tires on the road. They are the proud sponsors of the Gateway Tire Athletes of the Week. They will be announced this week, a male and a female. They will be back this week, and we'll be able to start reporting those every Saturday morning. So anything automotive but body work, get in there and see Garth and the boys, Gateway Tire Franklin. We'll be right back with the villain, Tom Kreger, on High School Sports Saturday, 104.5 The Zone. Welcome back to High School Sports Saturday. Time of the hour, we visit with our old buddy, Tom Kreger of the Tennessean, always brought to you by Warner's Athletic Construction. Warner's has been serving Middle Tennessee and the Southeast since 1998, doing athletic field construction and renovation the synthetic turf fields, it's the new hot thing. We just talked to Coach Kreisky about them. Hey, it'll save you a lot of practice time, a lot of money, and nobody does it better than Warner's Athletic Construction. You can go to the Web School in Bellbuckle. 
and see their Shaw Legion Pro turf field that they're putting in right now with a new track and field facility. Uh, go to warnersathletic.com. It'll show you how to get in contact with them, and you can go ahead and get started on your turf needs, any turf needs. Uh, it can be the parks and recreation level. Uh, they do it, and they do it the best. Warnersathletic.com. With that, we've got Tom Kreger of the Tennessean. TK, week one, didn't disappoint. Did not disappoint. A lot of, a lot of uh, craziness, a lot of scores that probably no one expected, and uh, uh, one game to be played in Middle Tennessee with uh, Gordonsville and Smith County, and we're after that happens tonight, we'll be wrapped up with uh, week one. Man, it was awesome. I know you went to NBA Ravenwood. It was. I'm sure the crowd there was fantastic. Uh, I went to Page and Fairview for game day. The crowd was lights out. And then I went to Independence CPA. Crowd was lights out. So it was exciting to see everybody together. Um, it, it's never a surprise when Montgomery Bell Academy wins, right? But 56 to 28 over Ravenwood, wow. Yeah, and, and I'll be honest with you, it wasn't that close. Um, you know, it was – they scored in the last, like, few seconds in the game to uh, get down there. But it was uh, – a dominant performance. Marcel Reed versus Chris Parson, NBA versus Ravenwood. Uh, you know, Parson threw for over 300 yards, and I know, I know, uh, I know Marcel only threw for about 100 or 94 yards, but he he looked so in control of that offense uh, last night. Uh, five total touchdowns, three rushing, couple passing. Uh, he just looked so. Um, he looked like a third-year starting quarterback, and and you know the junior quarterback there at NBA is just going to have a lights out season yeah without a doubt they scored hey that that was the other thing they scored on the third offensive play uh first pass play about a 56 yarder but here's the here's the thing that's even more impressive Uh, again nba scores 56 points tom ravenwood had 480 total yards of offense now you wonder why coaches are oh man why do they always talk about turnovers why they had five turnovers that's what will get you, yeah. right? Yeah. Well, and the other thing you got to think about for NBA, um, they they had to replace nine starters on offense. Marcel Reed and Grayson Morgan, the uh, left tackle, they're the only two players coming back on that offense. And for them, I mean, they scored on every possession except one. They had, a, they had one punt, and then they got the ball back uh, right before a half, and they took a knee. But they that that's how dominant this offense was, and, and when you consider so many new faces, uh, that was very uh, you know it was a that was a statement game I thought for NBA. Yeah, offensive line play there is just you know there's so many places that that we talk about. I think sometimes maybe uh, Coach Barclay and, and and what Coach Uvar does with the offensive line there, I don't know that they get enough credit, man. They always have a great offensive line. And I think, man, Rhett Hales, 153 rushing yards, three touchdowns, fills, comes in for Patrick Will. Is there any – that might be the best place in the state to play tailback, man, because you're going to get carries and you're going to get blocking. And they, and they got a backup uh, that looked really impressive running downhill as well. So uh, uh, they, they definitely – I mean, here's the thing someone told me on the sidelines, like how do you stop NBA? Are you going to – are you going to try to stop the run and the smash mouth? If so, okay, that's fine. You got a quarterback back there that can throw the ball and make, find receivers. So they've got a lot of good pieces going on for them right now. Here's another surprise. I don't think it was anybody's surprise that Summit defeated Henry County, but they defeat them 50 to 13. Tom, uh, Destin Wade, I don't know how he keeps doing it. 
He rushed for 265 yards on six rushes, four touchdowns, two yards, 75 yards, 80 yards, 98 yards, 44.2 yard per carry. And this is Henry County. Yeah, I mean, it's a rematch of a 5-8 semifinal game from a year ago. And uh, you just wonder what Dust did. I mean, that's a that 98-yarder, it wasn't – I mean, he ran back and forth before he took off, I think. So, I mean, he ran a, he ran for a while on that 98-yarder, and no one – I don't think anyone touched him. But, uh, uh, I mean, they're, they're in machine status. And you look at the night that Wilco teams had, I mean, they're the, probably the, the biggest strike moment um, – them in Centennial, but uh, for them to beat a team like like Henry County, who a team is, you know, they're going to be a, in the in the they're going to be in the conversation in five A. I mean, it, it may be them and, and Mount Juliet come. Up. I think, uh, had a little phone difficulty there with with the villain uh, Tom Gregor, but I think what he was getting ready to say is Henry County is going to be in the mix in five A. Uh, definitely got a good chance to go to Cookville. Uh, as the 5A representative as well. Talking about Destin Wade there and then the uh, and the performance that he had last night. Again, 44.2 yards per carry. Hard to believe. All right, we got Tom back. Hey, Tom, uh, wrapped up Dude, that. I'm so, I'm so excited. I lost your connection, man. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Hey, okay, uh, upset of the night or upsets of the night. What What really surprised you last night? Which one caught you off guard? Well, two, two of them really, um, maybe three of them. Uh, I think BGA being Nolensville, I, I, that surprised me. I thought Nolensville was really um, prime, and they're still going to have a great season. I think it shows us how good BGA is. That one surprised me. Um, Blackman uh, beating Brentwood, you know, and obviously they got both. It was a battle of two first-year coaches. Um, I get all that, but I thought Brentwood um, – um, was a little bit better, but uh, that that game surprised me. Uh, Chandler Tiger did a great job of getting those teams that team ready. Great win, I think they won it on a field goal. And then a uh, good pasture, uh, beating USJ by a point. Uh, USJ is a team that should be the probably the favorite in D two A. I know good pasture is up a class, but that one kind of surprised me as well. Yeah, I agree. Uh, hey, and BGA uh, for those that. Uh, are surprised you shouldn't be the, the, the way they won. Uh, when Coach Roger, Rodriguez got there, Sean Williams, 17 carries, 192 yards, four touchdowns. Miller Barnett, 12 carries, 116 yards. Hey, he came in, he changed the offense. The other way was successful. What are we doing? Why are we running the ball? Because that's the way Jonas was brought up, playing for Coach Bowers. Uh, it, it, it's tried and true. Hey, they are going to be able to run the football at Battleground Academy, and Nolansville's a good football team. Don't let that score fool you. Yep, I would agree with that. And I mean, we always say run. You got to be able to run the football in playoff, and uh, that's um, that's going to be interesting to see as they develop there. And uh, it's going to make that D two double A. I mean, that D two double A, a lot of a lot of winners in that league with uh, Lipscomb, CTA, BGA, Good Pasture, uh, all uh, Davidson Academy. They all won. No doubt about it. Yeah, that's going to be a tough one. Yeah, what do you know about Greater uh, 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 Atlanta Christian um, Luther don't Richardson? A guy, huh? Yeah. Don't know a thing about that team. I know. Uh, I mean, if they're based out of Atlanta. You got to think they've they've uh, they've got a few players in that in that uh, on that team. And um, you know, it was an interesting uh, interesting first day for uh, for Lipscomb. I mean, seventy six points. And I think I saw where. 
uh, Luther Richardson was a was perfect uh, completions. He was like fourteen of fourteen or something like that. Like that. Didn't didn't have an incomplete pass from the stats I saw late last night. Seventeen for seventeen. Hey Tom, that's hard to do against air. Exactly. Any other performance stand out to you? Um, those I think were the main ones. The uh, the Cromwell kid, Malachi Cromwell at Pearl Cone on Thursday night, sophomore. Had a big night, over 200 yards rushing, I believe. He was a big surprise for them uh, for, for what, from what I saw. I did not see that coming in, in, in week one against uh, Keen Ridge. Um, Kenny Minchie at, at, at uh, Pope John Paul, uh, four touchdowns, big performance. Didn't play in the second half due to they were winning convincingly. Those are probably some of the other big performances that uh, uh, maybe not surprises that their teams won, but there were some big-time uh, games for those guys. And yeah, how about the Rockville Rockets, 43-20, winner over Laverne? Little A, 1-0 and is a, uh, is a high school football player. There you go. There you go. Hey, well, let me tell you something, man. Uh, shout out to Coach. No doubt about it. And, and Coach Guthrie with the stats. But you want to talk about a, a guy who was all over the field. I mentioned it in the news. Landon Starnes, strip sack, fumble for a TD, an interception, 10 tackles. Two tackles for a loss. Uh, I think he got the uh, game belt ball if they do that at Rockville. Yeah. Most definitely. Tom, we got about 60 seconds here, brother. Game of the week next week. Is there any doubt that it's CPA, Brentwood Academy? Uh, that's got to be, I would think that has to be the front runner. Um, you know, that's I'll tell you what's a close two. Yeah. Pearl I, I, Cone NBA. Yep. And don't forget Lipscomb Independence. That's going to be, I mean, Dilfer versus Blade. That's a, those are three really, those are the three games I think we're looking at right now. Hey, you did a great job with the top performers and everything. They can find you on Twitter at Craiger, uh, the Tennessean. Get on there, subscribe. Uh, great information there. Brother, you never disappoint. Have a great weekend. We'll talk next Saturday. All right. We'll see you. That's Tom Craiger of the Tennessean, the villain. That's it for today. Thanks to Coach Kane, Coach Kreisky, Tom Kreger, Jimmy Harper, keeping me straight. Up next, the varsity, the coach on Forklift Systems Football Saturday. Be safe.